Hey friend, welcome to Pursuing Goals God's Way. Have you thought about finally starting that business now that your kids are older? Do you ever stay awake wondering how to mesh your passions into purposeful work? Do you have big, ambitious goals but feel overwhelmed or even unqualified to pursue them? Hey, I'm Gabe. Not too long ago, I longed for the confidence to start an online business. I just wanted to make a difference outside my home bubble using my gifts. But I kept telling myself that I wasn't good enough, I didn't know enough, and I didn't have enough time. Until I realized something huge. My kids need me to be their example, and they need to see me win. And yours do too. In this podcast, you will learn how to clarify your goals, plan with purpose, and ditch your distractions. If you're ready to make an impact and an income, all for the glory of God, then you're in the right place. As an avid runner, I believe life is one massive marathon. It's up to you to run your own race and to finish it well. So lace up those running shoes, pop in your earbuds, and let's do this thing. Hey friend, welcome to Pursuing Goals God's Way. I'm so excited you're here with me today, and we are talking about the truth about balance. You know, even though the definition of balance means keeping things even, right? So even so they don't fall, life balance doesn't always literally mean the same amount of time allotted for each activity and that your scale is even. What balance in life actually means is that you know what capacity you actually have in the season that you're in and are living within that. Think about it like this. If you're living within your means, you aren't falling behind financially. Well, balance is similar. If you're living within your capacity, the anxiety and overwhelm and exhaustion will be kept at bay. Balance means that you are prioritizing the important things, but also getting done what else needs your attention. It means you are only taking responsibility for the things that are actually your responsibility, and you're not controlling things that aren't. That's a hard one, isn't it? That one's really hard for me. I've been working on that for years. It also means you have a peace that passes all understanding. It means you're in step with where God wants you to be. It means hearing his voice and being obedient. Balance in day-to-day life refers to the ability to manage and prioritize various aspects of your life in a way that promotes overall well-being and prevents burnout. This can include finding a healthy balance between work and personal life, which again, that doesn't always mean equal time. But also making time for hobbies and social activities. What are things that are really important to you that help you stay happy and maintain that well-being? Also maintaining physical and mental health through exercise, relaxation, and self-care. And when I talk about self-care, I mean taking care of yourself literally, okay? So Balancing different priorities can really be challenging at times, but it is essential for achieving a sense of fulfillment and happiness in life. Finding balance often requires self-reflection, goal setting, and a willingness to make changes to your routine or habits when necessary. And ultimately, balance is about finding harmony and peace in all areas of life rather than being consumed by any one thing. And ooh, we could talk about idols here, but we won't. I have talked about them in the past. Lots of good episodes on that. But if we are consumed by one thing, guess what that means? We have erected an idol for ourselves. We do not want that. So let's talk about finding balance. Finding balance as a working mom in particular can be challenging. I come from that perspective. So 
I want to talk from that perspective, but it is really essential for maintaining your well-being and the well-being of your family. If you have an online business, if you are coaching right now, if you work outside the home, it is important for you to find that balance. If you want to have a healthy family life and a healthy online business, then you need to figure this out sooner than later. I'm talking about it from experience. I get off balance so often and my responsibilities can feel overwhelming, but when that happens, I have to rein myself in and take inventory about the things I've allowed to control my life. This happened recently. I went through a really major burnout. Thank goodness it didn't last longer than a couple of weeks, but it took me off track for a little bit. It got me into a fog. I was having a hard time thinking. I was having a hard time just even smiling. I was having a hard time sleeping. And it's because I worked myself thin and I tried to take responsibility for things that weren't my responsibility and I lost track of balance. So I'm coming from personal experience, but I want to tell you a few steps that you can take to help you find balance. Again, balance doesn't always mean equal, but there are some things that you can do to create it in your life. Let's talk about five of them today. The first one is to prioritize (laughs) self-care. And I guess the only reason I use the word self-care is because you all know what I'm talking about when I say it. Uh, Essentially, making time for yourself each day, even if it's just 15 minutes to read a book, take a walk, or meditate. Remember that self-care isn't selfish. It's essential for your mental and physical health. I really don't like the taboo of the term self-care. I just, I use it because like I said, you know what that means. Essentially, you need to take care of your basic needs in order to be ready for everything you have to tackle in your life, in your work, in your home, in your relationships. So self-care is really kind of common sense, isn't it? (laughs) Taking care of yourself can mean eating healthy. It can mean cooking from scratch. It can mean taking a walk or running or lifting weights. It could mean taking some time, quiet time for your studying with the Lord to meditate, just have some white space. It could mean reading a fun book. There's so many different things that you can do, okay? But it's also important to have some type of creative outlet that you like to do. Having fun is actually important to your well-being. I would say that's taking care of yourself. When was the last time that you took time out for yourself? When was the last time that you laughed? Every night, uh, one of the, an example for you is every night I read a fiction book. Sometimes it's only a page or two because I'm so dead tired, but I do that because it's something I enjoy. It gets me into the relaxation stage and ready to sleep. I also like to run for my exercise. I know a lot of people don't like running, and that's okay. If that's not you, do something you enjoy. If you like to ride a bike, or you like to hike, or you want to lift weights, or want to walk the dog, that is a great form of exercise. I also try to get out with my girlfriends at least once a month in some form or fashion, because I think it's important to create those healthy relationships too. So think about this. What can you do to take care of yourself? The second way that you can start creating some balance in your life is to set boundaries. And yes, I just went there. If you're anything like me, boundaries are super hard to not only create, but then to stick to. Learning to say no to things that don't align with your priorities or values is essential for creating balance. 
This can include saying no to unnecessary commitments or delegating household chores to others. By the way, your kiddos can do more than you think at an early age. Start giving them some of those responsibilities. How about saying no to relationships that aren't healthy or aren't supportive? It doesn't mean that you have to completely cut these people out of your life, but it does mean you need to set boundaries for how you'll interact with those people, even if they're family members, especially if they're family members. Don't let people take advantage of you dropping their junk all the time, sucking your time. Think about what kind of relationships you want to cultivate and stick to them. Now, here are some things that I said no to this season. I know that the first quarter of the year is one of the hardest quarters for me because uh, we travel a lot for gymnastics since my oldest is an elite gymnast and he's um, practicing and has competition season. And now he's on national team, which means sometimes international travel and different things like that. So, so much of my time is kind of sucked into that and I love it and I wouldn't change it for anything. But I have to remember my first quarter is so busy, which means I need to not take on extra projects. It means my work needs to be a little bit lighter, which really didn't happen this quarter, but that's okay. Um, but a couple of things, I said no to three specific things this quarter. And one of them was actually cleaning at the gym. So I was going to be able to barter some of the tuition by just cleaning a few times a week at the gym. And I really wanted to say yes to it. Actually, I did kind of say yes to it at first. And then I thought about it and went, I don't know when I'm going to be able to add that into my schedule. So I did come back and say no. Now, that would have been a great opportunity because I wouldn't have had to, you know, that would have been had tuition paid for and that would have been great, but it would have taken time away from my family. It would have created more stress on me because it would have been more work hours. So I said no to it. I also have been a part of a running group for a really long time, and we've been trying to get a Denver group established here, and I love it, and I really wanted to make it work, but in this season, I'm having a hard time finding time in the evenings to be able to do that, or Saturday mornings because I'm running kids to activities. So I finally kind of had to let go of it. Even though it was only going to be a couple hours a week, I had to say no. And then the other thing, I'm on the board for our charter school, and I actually love that too. I want to be involved. I feel a really big pull to be a part of the education process. And honestly, I homeschool my older two kids. My youngest is probably going to come home at some point here again. He's in the local charter school. We've been a homeschooling family for 11 years or so. And so, but as a homeschooling family, I feel like it's important to know what's going on in the educational realm. And I feel strongly for students, like I want to make sure that the choices that are being made and the funding is going to actually help the students. So I've been a part of the charter board this past year. It was a great learning experience, but again, it doesn't take a whole lot of time, but it does take my brain space and I just couldn't keep up with it. Maybe in a different season, I can go back and that would be great, but I had to say no. So I said no to a few things. And that was really hard for me, but setting boundaries is important. How many roles can you fill? How many hats can you have? You can't have that many if you want to find balance. All right, the third step in finding balance is to practice time management. What I want you to do is use a planner or calendar to schedule your time and ensure that you have time for all your responsibilities and priorities. Prioritize the most important tasks and leave room for some unexpected events. Did you hear that? 
prioritize the most important tasks, put them on your calendar, but you need to make sure to leave room for unexpected events. You cannot have from 5 a.m. to 10 p.m. completely filled. You need some white space in there. You need to have some flexibility. So make sure that you are planning for that. The one way to do this, one way is setting a weekly meeting with yourself so that you can determine what those priorities are and that you can plug them into your calendar. This is something that I do and I find it to be very essential for my weeks because my weeks are very full. And I'm, you know, I only have really one job, uh, my business. I work for a couple clients, so I guess you could call it a few roles that I play. And then I am homeschooling and bringing kids all over the place. But all of that fills up my time. So if I weren't planning, if I weren't prioritizing correctly, I wouldn't be able to get these things done. Another thing that you need to do as you're practicing time management is to see where you may need to ask for help or where you may need to say no. So that comes back to boundaries. But as an entrepreneurial mom, this is even more essential. You not only have to plan out your everyday week, so your kids' activities, meals, cleaning, errands, all of those things. Now you have to plan when and how you'll get your business work done. This will not happen if you're not being intentional about scheduling your time. Everyone has the same amount of time every day. How do you spend yours? I have people ask me almost daily how I do it because my life is really full. I just told you that. I have an elite gymnast for a son um, that I have to get to two-a-day practices and Saturday morning practices, and we travel a ton for it. I work full-time from home, some as a contractor for others, some as a writer and coach for my own business, and I have to figure out how to do that without getting distracted. I homeschool my older boys and bring my youngest to the charter school, though I might be bringing him home next year. I know that might be a crazy idea, but he's ready. I'm feeling ready. I still have to figure out cleaning and meal planning and all of those things. I'm not always great at it. And we do a lot of leftovers. That could be for a whole nother episode, how I do my meal planning every week. But how I do it all, even though I don't really do it all, but how I do it is by having that weekly meeting with myself. And also, I have a weekly meeting with my husband so we can plan out the things we both need to do to get us on the same page. That's really important to me as well. Number four, the truth about balance. You need to build a support system. Surround yourself with supportive people who understand your challenges as a mom. This can include other moms, family members, or friends who can offer help when needed. I cannot tell you how important surrounding yourself with people who support you is. If you are a giving person and you help others, why wouldn't you ask for your own help when you need it? A good support system is ready and willing to help you. All you need to do is ask because they will not know how to help you if you don't. So I was really terrible about this point until I broke my ankle. Now, I know I've talked about that on the podcast before, but I broke it in about, it was 2019, no, 18, 2018. I had surgery in 2019, but I was forced to ask for help. One of the reasons is because my kids were still driving all over the place or going to activities and I couldn't drive because it was my driving foot. So I wasn't supposed to, um, it would have been really clunky if I tried, but I needed help. And so this was a good time for me to figure that out. So that I want to ask you, are you willing to ask for help? It could be something super simple. 
It could be asking your husband to cook one night a week or your kids, right? It could be um, finding someone to drive your kids to activities so you can focus on your business. Uh, there's so many different ways people can help and they are so willing. Maybe um, swapping kids for once a month so that you can have a day to yourself to get some things done and then you can help your friend out as well. I used to do that with one of my besties when we were living in the same state. Now we're both in different states. Um, but that was a really great time for me to be able to uh, get done things that I don't normally get to do. So that's number four. The last tip I have for you is really just to simplify your life. So what I want you to think about is focusing on what's truly important and simplify where you can. So this can include reducing clutter in your home because that can create a more peaceful atmosphere for you or maybe simplifying your meal planning and prep. Maybe you do it all in one week, but you do it all together. Like you meal plan and then you prep and you, or you do groceries and then you prep and you do it all kind of in one swoop. Um, how about passing off cleaning responsibilities to your kids? Maybe, like I said, maybe even some cooking, maybe one of your kids, if they're old enough, gets a cooking day and they have to prep lunch or they have to prep dinner. Um, cleaning responsibilities can be passed off really young. My kids learned around nine or 10 how to do their own laundry. My littlest is nine. He just turned nine this last week. So I think it's time for him to learn how to do his own laundry. But that's been amazing because I know people talk about the piles of laundry they have to get to. Well, I only do about one or two. Well, I do probably about two loads a week. And that's mine, my husband's, and my littlest. Otherwise, and then I don't have kids, uh, you know, crabbing about the fact that they're laundry got into their brother's laundry and all the things. So they do their own and it's great. Um, so one question that I ask myself in everything I do, and this was kind of a word of the year or a phrase of the year for me uh, about a year ago, but it is how can I blank simply? This is how I run my life. Now, nothing in my life is truly simple. <laughs> if you have heard, I have a very full life and I'm sure you do too. But when I have that mindset and look at things from that frame, it helps me to do things in a more simple way. And it can help you too. If you just ask that question when you're working on a project, when you're cleaning the house, when you're meal prepping, when you're driving kids all over the place, how can I blank simply? And if you need to, pray about it too. Go to God and ask him, how can I simplify? What, what do you need me to do? What's most important? How do I build a support system, bring somebody in my life that I can help, that can help me? You know, that God cares about all these minor, minor, minor details in our lives. So those are the tips I have for you today. So the first one was prioritize taking, taking time for yourself, prioritize your self-care, quote unquote, to set boundaries and stick to them. Three, practice time management. Four, build a support system to ask for help. And five, simplify your life. Now, here are some questions to ask yourself as you're finding balance for yourself in the season you're in. Now, when I say in the season you're in, it's because our seasons change. And sometimes balance in one season isn't balance in another. And we have to figure that out. And we need to make some shifts. So first, what capacity do you have right now? Now, if you need to pause this and write that down, do it or come back to this when you can take time to sit and journal because these are really important questions. So what capacity do you have right now? Two, 
Did you pray about it? Now, this includes activities and roles and tasks, anything that's in your life. Did you pray about it? Three, what is the main cause of the anxiety or overwhelm you're feeling right now? Can you find it? What is that root? What is that cause? And fourth, what do you need to stop doing? Yes, there are sometimes things that we need to stop doing. I talked about creating a to-not-do list in episode 128, so you can go back and refer to that if you'd like to, but it's important for us to know what we shouldn't do. So I want you to reflect on these questions this week. Remember, the truth about balance is that there is really no scale for balance, and things aren't always even, but you need to work within the capacity that you have and be willing to let go of responsibilities that aren't yours so you can create the peaceful atmosphere for you and your family to grow in. And remember that balance is a journey and it may take time to find what works best for you and your family. Be kind to yourself, practice self-compassion and celebrate small wins along the way. Those small wins matter. Pretty much everyone in your life will thank you for it if you work on balance. So that's what I have for you this week. But next time on the pod, we'll be talking about how to find more time to work on the things you're passionate about. I'm giving away all my secrets and we'll also have a homework challenge for you. And I want you to take it seriously. So here's what I'm going to do next time. I'm going to help you find those three to five extra hours a week so that you can work on your business without sacrificing family time. Now, if that sounds good to you, then don't miss it. In all things I pray, you just run your race. I believe in you. Thank you so much for joining me today. I had a great time and I hope you did too. Before we go, though, make sure you follow the podcast on your favorite listening platform if you haven't already. If you resonate with this episode, please consider leaving a review on iTunes or share it with a friend as this helps grow the podcast. Also, if you're not a part of Simplicity and Motherhood, consider joining us. It's a free online community built to provide support and encouragement so you can create balance and live intentionally as you go after your biggest goals, God's way. Head on over to redhotmindset.com for more resources and to find the link to join the community. In all things I pray, you just run your race. I believe in you.